Oh, happy Easter, everyone. Good morning. Um, I want to, boys and girls, do you want to come and join me down at the front here, find some space on the floor? Not too close to the cakes, obviously. Got to save some of them for a little bit later. There we go, there's loads of space here. Come and join me right at the front. Loads of room, loads of room. Plenty of space. Younger boys and girls, big boys and girls, anyone who wants to join me on the floor. If you're an adult, you can join me on the floor as well. Why not? So have you all been having a good Easter so far? Yeah. Yes. Eating lots of Easter eggs and all those sorts of things. Now, I want you to help me this morning because there are lots of things, aren't there, that we think about when it's Easter time. Lots of things that they have, I don't know, on adverts on the telly and on Easter cards and all those sorts of things. Can you think of some of the things that are associated with Easter that you might see at Easter time? Any guesses? Birds. Yes. What sort of birds? Baby birds, little chicks. Absolutely. I think I have a little chick here. Well, it's actually rather a big chick. It's a giant chick. Just watch out. Hope it's not alive. So we have chick. Anything else? What else? Bunnies. I think we have some bunnies. Did you spot my bunny? There we go. Isla, would you like a bunny? Yes. Oops. Daffodils. We do have daffodils as well. Look, I've got some daffodils there. This is going really well so far, isn't it? There we go. We have daffodils. What else do we have? Who else? What, what do we have? That's what I come back to you, John. Eggs. We do have eggs. Did you spot my egg? There we go. We have an egg. Don't eat that one. It's not going to taste very nice. Wait till later. Yes. What else do we have? More shops start to open. They do. They certainly do. I haven't got any shops, I'm afraid, this morning. Anything else? Any other sorts of animals that we maybe have? Yes. Jesus' cross. We do absolutely very good. Do you want to look after that for me, Mikey? There we go. Any other animals? Little ones, flurry, fluffy ones that we have. What about you two? Doves, we might have some doves, absolutely, I haven't got, yes. Rabbits, we've got a rabbit, a little fluffy, fl fluffy ones we make jumpers out of that jump around in the fields. Everyone shout out. Lambs, absolutely, you lovely little fluffy lambs, you got it, well done. So, there we go, they are, cows, we do have cows, they're probably little calves, aren't they, but unfortunately I've run out of animals, so you can put your hands down now, um, but you can maybe help me think, what, um, obviously we, we remember these things, these things remind us of Easter, but also what time of year is it at the moment? You all shout out, spring. spring, it is spring, isn't it, it's why we have daffodils, and all these things are associated with spring, if we took a walk in the countryside, we would see many of these things, wouldn't we? in the countryside in spring. And I don't think it's any accident that Easter happens at springtime. Can anyone tell me, who likes spring? Does anyone like spring here? Okay, so maybe boys and girls can have some. What are a few of the things that you like about springtime that comes after the winter? What do you like? Anyway, yes. Oh, nice and warm. Suddenly we get a bit of sunshine on our back, don't we? The first time when we sit out in the garden. Yes. Oh, it does sometimes, but that is quite rare, isn't it? Well, we do live in England, so all things can happen. Anything else in spring that you like about spring? 
Yes. New life, get all the little animals in the fields. New life, and what other sort of new life do we get? What happens with the plants and the flowers? We get daffodils, the new flowers start to come out, don't we? We get colours. Who likes to blossom on the trees? I love the blossom on the trees at the moment. It's absolutely beautiful, isn't it? So we have all sorts of wonderful things in the springtime, don't we? And spring, of course, comes after what's the season before spring? Winter. And it's dark and it's cold. It's a bit miserable. We have short days, don't we? And it's not very exciting. Suddenly along comes spring. And suddenly there's the promise that summer is going to come, summer is on the way. And we can enjoy long days and being outside and all those sorts of things. Absolutely. Now, the first Easter, everything changed. In springtime, everything changes. We get little lambs coming out and chicks and flowers on the trees and colors coming out. But the first Easter, when Jesus died on the cross, he changed everything, didn't he? Now... Despite all that, when Jesus' friends and followers woke up on Easter Sunday morning, before Jesus had risen from the dead, before they knew what was going to happen, how do you think they were feeling at that point of the day? Yes. Yes, any other emotions? Yeah, they, they might have been excited about those things, but they had their friends just died. How do you think they feel about that? Anxious. Yeah, they might feel anxious. Why do you think they might feel anxious? Because there's no one to help them if they're in a problem. I think that's absolutely right. I think there's another reason they'd feel anxious as well. What had just happened to their best friend? What happened to their best friend, Jesus? He is the strongest superhero, absolutely. Jesus is the strongest superhero. But they didn't quite know that yet because what happened, Jonathan, on Friday? He was crucified. He was, cru- he was, he was crucified by the Romans, wasn't he? Which meant that he'd been killed and they were his followers and they were probably very anxious because they were scared that they might get killed next. So for the, the, Jesus' followers on Easter Sunday morning, before they found out that Jesus was alive, it probably felt like winter to them, didn't it? They felt sad, anxious, dark. That was the season that life probably felt like. So they followed Jesus for three years. Let's imagine the scene. They followed Jesus for three years. He'd been teaching them. He'd done the most amazing miracles, hadn't he? Can we think of some of the miracles that Jesus had done? Adults can join in too. Just shout one out. He fed 5,000 He did. 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fishes. Anything else he did? Yes. He healed. He healed lots of people, didn't he? He healed blind people, lepers. He even raised people from the dead. One more miracle that he did. Water into wine. Now, that was a very good miracle, wasn't it? Water into wine. And he walked on water as well. So they'd been with Jesus, and he'd done these amazing things. But what was even more amazing is what he was teaching them about. He was teaching them. Oh, you can put your hands down now. What he was teaching them was that they could be friends with God. That actually, 
he was going to make everything the way it was always meant to be. Do you remember in the Garden of Eden, there's Adam and Eve and they're walking as friends of God with God every day, but then everything went wrong. But he was teaching them that one day it would all be made right again and we could be made friends of God. So they're so excited. And then suddenly on Good Friday, Jesus is taken from them and he's nailed to a cross and he's killed. And suddenly everything that they'd hoped for, all the excitement of being with Jesus is lost. They're anxious, aren't they? They're sad. They're terrified. Everything is over, so they think. Now, I wonder, has anyone else ever felt like that? Anyone ever here, have any of you ever felt sad or scared or worried? For adults, anyone here ever felt sad or scared or worried? We all have, haven't we? That's the reality of our lives at times. Now, you may have been sad because of the way that someone else has treated you. Maybe someone at school hasn't been very nice to you. Maybe out in life there's been a challenge with colleagues or neighbors or family members. Maybe sometimes we're sad, aren't we? Because we haven't been very kind to someone else. And we feel sad about that. Maybe you've been scared. Anyone else who's been scared at all in the last two years? A little bit scared. Yeah, maybe you've been scared... um, that people or your health might let you down. Has anyone been a little bit worried sometimes about COVID? Yeah, that's been a little bit scary, hasn't it, for some of us? Exactly. And, um, or maybe you've been a little bit scared that you're going to let some people down that you love. And what about worry? Well, it's very easy to get worried about what's going to happen next, isn't it? We can worry before we go back to school. Um, We can be worried about the future. We can be worried about all that's going on in the world. And we can be worried about people we care for, can't we? We can be worried about our friends. We can be worried about our family and our parents and our brothers and sisters. So Jesus' friends woke up on that Easter morning with all of these emotions going on. Because Jesus has died and he was the one who was going to bring hope. But then suddenly everything changed. And Rachel read the exact passage that I was going to read now, so I'm not going to read it again, because she's done a great job of reading that before. But there on Easter Sunday morning, Mary and Mary get up, they're really sad, they want to go to the tomb, they want to put this special anointing, oil and spice on Jesus' body, they don't know how they're going to open the, take the stone away from the tomb, but suddenly they get there, the stone's rolled away, there are angels, Jesus isn't there, and they're told that Jesus is alive. How do you think they felt in that moment? excited to see him again. Definitely any other emotions they might have felt. Yes. Yeah, they feel great that God's back, won't they? Yes. Could, I think they would have been a bit confused, and I think that does come through in the story, doesn't it? So here they are, they're excited, and then they meet Jesus. They can't figure it all out, but they know that he was dead and now he is alive and he is changing everything. But you know what was even more incredible? It's quite incredible, isn't it, that someone who's been dead comes to life again. But what they were just starting to discover was that it was so much more important than just one man coming to life again. That because Jesus had died and because he'd risen again, he had changed everything. 
for them. It meant that it was possible for all of us to be friends with God. That Jesus was able to take away our sins if we come to him and we say sorry to him to take away the sins, our sins. And because he'd beaten death, death was no longer powerful. It meant that whoever put their faith in Jesus could, after death, rise again. Be with Jesus in heaven forever. Has anyone uh, heard the quote? It's an old Chinese quote, a little proverby thing. It says, just when the caterpillar thought the world was over, it became a butterfly. So you heard that one. It's good, isn't it? So when we have a caterpillar, a caterpillar or a butterfly has three life stages, really. It starts off as a little caterpillar that can't really do much and crawl along the branches and eats lots of food. Hungry caterpillar eats lots of cake, doesn't it? But then it goes into a cocoon. And if we were to look at a cocoon, we'd probably think it wasn't something that was alive. It's something that looks dead. But then quite remarkably, after the butterfly, the caterpillar's been in a cocoon, it turns into a butterfly. It can fly. It's beautiful. It comes to life. And it was a bit like that when Jesus' friends looked at him. Here was Jesus, a man. He'd gone into a tomb. He was dead. And suddenly, he's alive again, and everything has changed. And I wonder, Jesus offered new life to his disciples and he offers that new life to us today. Everything changed for those people on that day and there are people day in, day out across this world and in this city for whom their lives have changed when they've met Jesus. Because Jesus has beaten death which means that if we put our faith in him when we die, it's not the end. We can be with him and enjoy him forever. But it also means that right now and today, from the moment we put our trust and our faith in Jesus, he can help us live the life that we have always wanted to live. Helping us to grow in freedom from sadness and worry. Who would like to be free from worry and sadness? We all would, wouldn't we? And it's a journey as we put our trust in Jesus that he leads us into. He can help us to forgive those people who've hurt us so that we're no longer held captive by the bitterness of the past. He can help us forgive ourselves when we've done things that we just regret and want to move on from. And we can discover joy no matter what our circumstance can be against us. Easter really is the start of something new. It was 2,000 years ago, and it is still today and every day. And you too can be a part of something new today. Every one of us can. New hope, new strength to live each day, and the wonderful promise that we can have new life with God now and forever. So I'd like to invite Dan up. I'm just going to ask Dan a couple of questions, because that how did that happen and what difference has that made in your life? So it all happened about 20 years ago. Uh, I grew up in a little village called Cheddar in Somerset, where the cheese comes from. Does anyone like cheese? There was a big yes on this side over here. Um, and I grew up in a non-Christian family. My uh, parents, wonderful parents, but they didn't have their faith in Jesus. And I went to a new school as an eight-year-old and I dressed differently. 
I sounded different to everybody because at the time I had a strong, thick northern accent. And all the children were going, you look weird, you dress weird, you like things that we don't like, therefore we don't like you. And what basically happened over the next few years was I got into a lot of fights at school because people started picking on me so much that this anger, this rage, this just sadness started to come up and I wasn't able to control my emotions. I wasn't able to control my anger. And that got me kicked out of school for a little while just because um, some of the fights I was getting into were really bad and they were like, we don't know how to control this person. But they knew I wasn't a bad kid. They were just like, something there is wrong. And I went to a youth club uh, and the youth leader said, do you want to come on this Christian camp with us? And I was like, all right, it sounds a bit weird, but I haven't got any friends. It's not like I've got anything better to do, to be honest. Uh, and I went to this Christian camp and my experience of church was like the old organ, like the one that's slightly out of tune. Uh, and I didn't think that Christians existed unless they were over 150. But they discovered there was all these other Christians who were kind of normal people and loved Jesus. And we had worship just kind of very similar to what we had this morning. And there was somebody sharing that actually God loves all of us. And do we want to put our faith in Jesus? And there was just something in me that went, I'm so angry, I'm so sad. If this is the answer, then I'll give this Christianity thing a go. And it's been 20 years, and I would say I'm more than giving it a go. That's brilliant, Dan. And so what difference did that make? Do you know life didn't become easier? Like, I think some people said, oh, if you put your trust in God, life might become easier. But actually, the difference that it made was just there's hope in the future. So when things are really difficult, instead of everything being doom and gloom and all rubbish, when there's things like COVID and thinking, that's it, that's the end of the world, actually, it may be bad, but it's not the end of the world because we have hope in God who can give us strength and can give us hope for life eternity in heaven with him. So life isn't perfect. People have probably heard me whinge more than enough about some of the difficult things our family go through. But actually, we put our hope in Jesus because he is the one who gives us strength and he is the one who helps us. So if you don't know Jesus today, my question would just be, what are you waiting for? Because this could just seem like a normal Sunday where we eat a ridiculous amount of chocolate. I know I will at some point but it could also be the best decision you ever make with your life. Thank you, Dan. That's brilliant. It's great to hear Dan's stories. Let's give him a round of applause. So we're celebrating Easter today. We're celebrating Dan's story. We're celebrating the story of so many people in this room. And we're celebrating the fact that God the creator of the universe loves each one of us so much. He did love us before he even created us. And he loves us so much today 
that he wants each one of us to live the deepest, most satisfying life that is possible. And that only comes with him. That doesn't mean the easiest life possible. As Dan said, the easiest life and the most satisfying life are not the same thing. Doesn't promise to make it easy. But he promises to walk with us, to empower us, and to fill us with his love and his spirit. To live each day, and then when we die, to be with him forever. It's Easter. It's the cross. It's the resurrection that made all of that possible. And it cost him absolutely everything. Dying on a cross, crown of thorns placed on his head, beaten beforehand on the cross, nails into his hand, the agony and the anguish. And yet he chose to do it because he loves you and he loves me. That he chose to give up everything so that we could have the life he's always wanted us to live. And so that we could be with him. Because you see, without us, it seems crazy. Without us, God doesn't have the joy that is possible to him, I believe. He died for us because he wants us to be with him even more than we want to be with him. And I wonder if you're here this morning and maybe for you, you've heard the Easter story before. Maybe it's a while since you've heard it. You've been reminded today. I suppose my question for you is, do you want that new life that Jesus offers? That Easter Sunday has made possible for each one of us. And if you do, it's a really simple step of saying sorry, thank you, and please. Saying sorry for the things that you've done wrong. We've all done wrong stuff in life. The power of the cross is that God forgives and moves those things out of the way so that we can be free with him. Sorry, thank you, saying thank you for dying for me. It's putting your trust and choosing to believe that this story is just not some fairy tale from 2,000 years ago, but this is true. It's real. It actually happened. And it's please, saying please help me, God to walk the way that I've always wanted to. Help me to walk the way I was created to. Help me to walk and live with you and for you. So I'm going to pray now. And if you would like to take those steps, that step of just saying sorry, thank you, and please, as we bow our heads and close our eyes, feel free just to pray along with the words I'm praying. You can pray them out loud if you want. You can pray them in your head. It really doesn't matter. Should we do that this morning? So, boys and girls, everyone here, let's just close our eyes and let's pray. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for the things that I've done wrong. Sorry when I've only thought of myself. Sorry when I've been selfish. Sorry when I've not put you or others first. But I thank you that you died on the cross and I thank you that you rose again. And thank you that because of that, I can be forgiven and have new life. And please, God, help me to discover how good you are. Help me to walk with you. Amen. Amen.
So if you've prayed that prayer for the first time, or you've prayed it again maybe, maybe it's been a long time since you prayed that prayer, we'd love to be able to help you with that. So why not chat to John and Fran on the welcome desk, or uh, Dan and Rachel after service, and we'd love to just support you on that journey. Boys and girls, you've been brilliant. You can hold on to your really excited pieces of laminated card if you want. Take your bunnies, take your eggs, and uh, Rachel's going to tell you about what's going to happen next. Yeah. Thanks, Theo. Um, That was a great reminder of Easter, and I loved the winter into spring analogy. Um, Children, you've been so good. Thank you so much for sitting still so nicely. Um, As Jonathan said earlier, we celebrate Easter because Jesus was crucified, and then he rose again. And does anyone know 